Have you ever experienced anything mysterious or unexplainable? There are a lot of things in this world that are unexplainable. Things like UFOs or SCPs or even who stole Michael keys. Okay, that last one was a joke, but I still want to know who did it. However, we will not be solving those mysteries today. As today, we will be solving the biggest mystery in the world. Hi, my name is Diane Ambiar, and my podcast is about the Loch Ness Monster. I decided to do my podcast about the Loch Ness Monster, as I find the idea that strange creatures are living among us is very fascinating. So what is the Loch Ness Monster? Well, the Loch Ness Monster is a giant, long-necked beast with one or two humps in Scottish folklore that is said to roam the waters of Loch Ness in the Scottish Highlands. There are similar beings to the Loch Ness Monster in different cultures, such as the Ogopogo, the Mokele Membe, and the Champ. There have been quite a few eyewitness approaches of the Loch Ness Monster's existence. In one, it is said that a well-known businessman and his wife were driving up along the north shore of Loch Ness when they witnessed a tremendous upheaval in the water. Upon stopping, perhaps a crash, they saw an enormous whale-like creature sending out waves that were big enough to be sent out by a passing ship. Stunned, the couple waited around almost half an hour in the hope that a monster, if such it was, would come to the surface again. In another is when a Loch Ness monster sighting makes local news on May 2nd, 1933. The newspaper Inverness Courier relates an account of a local couple who claimed to have seen the enormous animal rolling and plunging out of the surface of the water. The story of the monster becomes a media phenomenon with London newspapers sending correspondence to Scotland and a circus offering a £20,000 sterling reward for the capture of the beast. After April 1933, the sighting was reported in the newspaper on May 2nd. Interest steadily grew, especially after another couple claimed to have seen the animal on land. Amateur investigators have kept an almost constant vigil on the Loch Ness Monster for decades. And in the 1960s, several British universities launched sonar expeditions to the lake. Nothing conclusive was found, but in each expedition, the sonar operators detected some type of large, moving underwater objects. In 1975, another expedition combined with sonar and underwater photography in Loch Ness. A photo resulted that, after enhancement, appeared to show what vaguely resembled the giant flipper of an aquatic animal. The Loch Ness Monster has had a huge impact on tourism. 
the Loch Ness Monster is worth nearly pound 41 million a year to the Scottish economy. The total is pound 11 million more than the previous estimate, compiled four years ago, and is said to be un a conservative calculation. The study carried out by chartered accountant Gary Campbell, who also keeps the official register of sightings of the creature, uses the most up-to-date visitor figures for the Loch Ness area. Confidential commercial data was supplied by a whole range of tourism operators and other businesses throughout the summer, and shows that, myth or fact, Nessie is a monster moneymaker for the Highlands. We analyze the number of people that visit the attractions around the lock, along with those who took to the water trying to get a closer look for Nessie, and then took other research into tourism to spend overnight accommodation and food, said Mr. Campbell. We then added in the day trippers, and from this we conservatively estimate that the draw of the monster is adding pound 40.7 million to the local economy each year. Mr. Campbell, who is based in Inverness, says, over the past four years, there are less than 10 days each year where Nessie doesn't get a mention somewhere in the world. This is, it is this global top brand recognition that helps steer tourists not only into Scotland, but to come north to Loch Ness as a part of their holiday. It also helps explain the half a million visitors that are coming to the loch every year. The research has been endorsed by tourism ambassador and director of Loch Ness Marketing, Willie Cameron. From my perspective and from the numbers and, and spend we see at the loch, I'd say that this is a very conservative estimate, but at over 40, 000, 40 million per annum, it shows that Scotland's rural economy can make a significant contribution to the health of the overall Scottish economy. He said, given that many of the visitors are from overseas, it also really helps with export ambitions of the country as a whole. By way of comparison, the leisure and tourism cycling market is estimated to be worth around pound 116 million and to the economy, golf, pound 286 million, and Gaelic, pound 149 million. When you look at the other sectors, and the fact that the Loch Ness is only one small destination for visitors, it's pretty clear that Nessie is a significant contributor to the tourism economy, said Mr. Campbell. At the end of the day, I suppose it doesn't really matter. If you believe whether the monster exists or not, she, she's working for the whole of Scotland anyway. According to Google, there are around 200,000 searches every month for the Loch Ness Monster and around 1,200,000 for information and accommodation close to the Loch Ness. There is a lot of evidence showing that the Loch Ness Monster is real. 
eyewitness reports, searches, and scans. However, we cannot confirm that until it comes crawling out of its cave in the deep blue. Whether it is real or not, it still plays a huge part in the Scottish economy. Thanks for listening. This is the end of my Loch Ness Monster podcast. This has been Taranambyar signing out.